Welcome to IDP Real Talk, the podcast for international students with real stories, real experiences, and what it's really like to live in Australia. I'm Praji, your podcast host and a past international student, and I'm here to help you thrive in Australia. In this episode, I had a nice chat with Varun from India. We cover everything from working in Australia, the importance of cover letters, when applying for jobs, and adjusting to the Australian culture. Um, Before we start with your journey from India here, um, I really just want to touch on what your favorite thing is about Australia. And I know this is a tough question. Obviously not the weather. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I guess the people, honestly, the the nicest um, bunch of people you could meet, welcoming, you know, and especially like being from India, like, you know, that's one of the worries you have um, yeah. coming abroad. But yeah, the people have been welcoming, you know, basically made it home. Yeah. 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 yeah that's probably the best part. Oh, I love that you said that. Yeah. The people really do make it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to learn more about your journey from India and so how did that happen how did Australia happen for you and and why did you choose um so it was uh, I feel like most international students don't land on one country just by themselves so it was obviously um I had a mix of you know the UK Canada Australia and I'm obviously talking to the agent at IDP you know they helped clarify you know okay so maybe you know, like I like having fun, outdoor activities. So they were like, maybe Australia is the place for you, you know. Um, and just with, I feel like they get an understanding of your personality. Yeah. And um, yeah. they give you choices. They give you choices. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And um, so I just made the decision, you know, I pulled the plug. Let's go to Australia. Um, chose Monash University. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pursued my master's from there. Um, it was online. Yeah. Fortunately, mm-hmm. because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they handled it very well. They did, um, yeah. They, they made us feel like we were there. They had us engaged in group activities, um, you know, with other students. They had like a, basically what you would do on campus. Yeah. They kind of had slots on Zoom. Sounds a little weird, but <laughs> to kind of catch up with, you know, your classmates. Yeah. And, you know. and, and when was that? So this is obviously um, during COVID. Yeah, so it was basically peak COVID, like 2020 to 2022 right. was my course. Right. So, yeah, not the best time, but... Um, I feel like they handled it very well, like the exams, the assignments. Um... That's amazing. Monash is an amazing university. Um, and you did your master's in which? Uh, so I did my master's in business with a specialization in marketing. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And um, that's always something that you wanted to pursue? Um, I would say business. Um, so basically in India, like I feel most of us know we have to make up our minds by 10th. Um, you kind of choose your course. Um, basically your life's course yeah. after this, you know, yeah. commerce, science, humanities. Yeah. Um, so I was always more inclined to the commerce side of things. Yeah. So yeah, I just did my bachelor's in business, my master's in business. And yeah, Amazing. it was my area of interest. Amazing. And so you've been in Australia. So what you decided to come here after, uh, obviously, the country opened up. Uh, yes. Yeah, so it, I came here, it opened up in Feb. Yeah. Um, but the state of the world was a little uncertain still. Yeah. Um, so I decided to come in May. Um, so I came in May of last year. Right, right, um, right. Over here. Yeah. And yeah, just kind of settled in, found a place, which was also one of the hardest things. Um, especially first time, you know. Definitely. Now, uh, what helped though? What helped finding a company? Awesome. Here? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I just used um, realestate.com. Uh, yeah. That's, I think, everyone's go to. Yeah. Um, 
it's very simple. You know, once you land on a place, I think that's the hardest part. Landing on a place, but the application is just online. Oh, yeah. And you just apply, put in your details. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good for our students to know where to head um, if they're looking for accommodation. Because I know I had I had a tough time looking for accommodation as well when I was here. Um, right. Okay. So um, you've been here almost a year now. Yeah, 11 months. Yeah. 11 months. Mm -hmm. Well, wow. Your one-year anniversary is coming up very soon. Um, so so how are you finding life in Australia? Um, it was initially, I feel like, I don't think anyone can straight off the bat just say it was great. Um, it's a little bit of getting used to, um, especially for me. I spent 24 years in one country. Yeah. Um, so obviously, there was a little bit of adjusting. Right. Uh, and I feel a lot of students can relate to that um, yeah. because it does get good. Yeah. But you need to give it that leeway of maybe three to four months to kind of find your footing. A hundred percent. You know. It's funny that you mentioned the three to four months because I actually made up my mind to leave uni after the first semester. I was like, okay, you know what? I got my bags. I'm ready to head back. Yeah. But it does take a little bit of, not a little, but, you know, patience yep. to just stick on with your course, just stay the course, remember why you're here. Yeah. And um, to all the students out there who might struggle with, you know, adjusting i think um that's a good reminder for them for sure yeah just for students um especially who come here what you have to understand is you are coming into a foreign country you're gonna take time to make friends i know some people rely on social outings and social they're basically social beings yeah right? so they rely on all that stuff so it's not gonna it may happen out of the bat but yeah it is gonna take a little bit of time so don't expect to kind of go clubbing straight off the bat as soon as you come here it's gonna take maybe a week or maybe a month you know, yeah. to kind of find your group so don't get disheartened it will take time but it'll happen yeah absolutely um so what what would be the advice that you give students who are like coming to you know australia for the first time anything that they should take note of in terms of you know packing their bags or something that they should remember when they're like starting uni here um anything Packing your bags. Um, I don't know what to wear here, even though I've been here for like 11 months. I don't know, <laughs> so put on a jumper, <laughs> sleeveless t-shirt, but I don't think I'll be much help there. But obviously, it does get a lot colder than India, so yeah, I'd suggest a lot warmer clothes. Um, you know, just the sweaters, yeah. jackets. Um, but in terms of basically Melbourne, I'd say kind of keep your cultural um, preferences behind. Because you're not in India anymore. So if you kind of pretend to, you know, come here and be like, oh, I'm going to expect the same things. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be a shift. It's going to be a change. Um, and you need to be ready to be open to that change. Definitely. If you need to kind of make it or like just be here. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the points that we covered in our earlier episodes is that being open and staying curious and just being open to all sorts of change and yeah. You know, you meet all different kinds of people and it's not, might not be the same experiences that you've had back home. Exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Um, so how is it, how's it working in the world of marketing here in Australia? Um, so marketing is, um, I think, an ever-changing, it, it'll never be the same every year. I feel like we, Absolutely. we used to have platforms like four months back, which are obsolete now. So it's. It is, I, I should specify in the digital marketing, so it's a little different from traditional marketing. So right. we use a lot more platform, a lot more tech-based stuff to kind of get our campaigns out there. Right. Um, but yeah, marketing, if you're interested in it, definitely 
um, I would, if you're into tech and you like basically sales marketing, I would suggest yeah. digital marketing. Right, right. It combines tech and marketing. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, you know, you get to use the fancy stuff. You get to use the fancy computers and you get to actually do what you love. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, for me, that was, I love tech. I love, I don't look like it, but I do love, I'm a geek <laughs> about tech. Um, everything to do with, you know, the latest updates, the latest yeah. Apple stuff. It's pretty cool to keep, yeah. keep in, you know, keep up with all of that um, yeah. new gadgets and new tech mm-hmm. that's coming up for sure. Um, I know we touched on, you know, you studying um, offshore. Um, just wondering what the pros and cons are there. Like, what did you love about it? Uh, what did you not love about it? Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously there's going to be um, pros and cons to that. I feel like um, the cons were obviously not, <clears throat> sorry, not experiencing Australia in the flesh during the years. Yeah. Um, that is obviously the highlight of a lot of students yeah. who come here. That's what they look forward to. Yeah. But uh, what I would say is if you are in a situation where offshore is the only way, um, I did it. And you're always welcome to come after that. Um, if you want to do the offshore course, um, you know, you'll have a welcoming um, I think the visa applies even though you are offshore. Yeah. You can come here and, you know, stay here, work. So if you're one of those who's bound by circumstance, right. who has to stay at home. Right. Um, mine was COVID, but like I said, they handled it, you know, fantastically. Um, Amazing. Um, but yeah, I think obviously the biggest con was not being here. For sure. I am so glad that you mentioned that it doesn't matter if you've studied offshore. There's that opportunity to come here in Australia and pursue your, yeah. you know, dream of working here, even settling here. So that's always an option. Yeah. Um, lovely. So um, tell us anything that you'd like to recommend international students who are um, actually studying here right now and and uh, are looking forward to, you know, starting their career in Australia. Um, so obviously I would just say, um, I think a lot of the generic stuff is have a good CV, have a good network. Um, my personal experience was just persistence. Because you can have the best network, but you're still going to get the rejections yeah. no matter what, because you're the starter, you're the new starter, and there's like a thousand more starters out there. So what you need to do is basically, um, if you apply for 10, apply for 50, apply for 100, apply for 200, because there's no harm in applying. Exactly. Obviously, stick close to what you're interested in. Yeah. If you're marketing, don't apply for agriculture, something like that. But <laughs> Um, you know, just apply in your course. Uh, it's going to be a trial and error. You are going to get that one. It's the law of averages. Mm-hmm. The more you apply, there will be that one which clicks. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a little disheartening to get the, like any new starter, no matter of, you know, the background or whatever, I feel like rejections in uni or rejections at work is always a hard time to kind of digest. Yeah. Um, I've actually noticed a lot of students get so disheartened mm-hmm. when they face that rejection they kind of have a setback um, and it's just, as you said, it really is something that people should think of the first step towards success. It is a stepping stone for sure. Like I feel like rejection is something that will happen, but not necessarily a bad thing. It just means that you keep going. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's uh, yeah, you just got to keep going because they will click. I mean, someone like... I'm so grateful for, you know, my company to give me the first job straight out of the gate. Um, Love you know, they were, there were a lot of others like everyone, like, you know, because of certain, maybe they found a better candidate or better fitting for that position. Yeah, yeah. But yeah I'm just, there will be that first company which gives you your shot. So just hang in there. 
Yeah. Oh, love that advice for students. Yeah. That's so good. Um, you also mentioned how like they need to think about standing out from the crowd, mm-hmm. right? Persistence, persistence is one thing. I'm thinking maybe they need something in their CV that's that's going to help them stand out. And this is where like I love talking about personal branding and that's where it comes in. Whatever their niche is, they should really make that stand out in the sense have like a website or a portfolio that showcases their work. And I feel like that's so important. And a lot of students might not necessarily think about that. But I feel like that's something that will help them uh, stand out from the crowd for sure. Exactly. Like I feel like your CV needs to be um, focused, tailored towards, um, you know, your, what you've chosen to do. So if it's marketing, um, obviously don't put internships when you were like 13 in there. <laughs> it's not going to help you. For sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Just kind of make it relevant. Maybe yeah. the past three work experiences, because we are young, we don't have like 20 years of work experience. So Absolutely. probably just the latest three that you have, which are relevant to your, uh, the position you're hiring. Um, I know cover letters are not always, um, required, but they, I've personally found that I made one um, and there's a lot of online um, websites which can help you kind of, yeah. um, you know, make that as good as it can be. Yeah. And cover letters basically are your, what you are and how, what you want to give to the company that you're going to, right? And I feel like that is it. Like CV is one thing because I feel like they obviously that's the first priority, but if your cover letter is kind of because a lot of people don't even submit cover letters because it's optional. Yes. Um, yeah. So if you go that extra step and put the cover letter, make it, you know, something very, very close to what you're applying for, mm-hmm. you know, why you fit that role. Exactly. I feel like it will give you an edge. It's not, no, no guarantees. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, just it's not going to give you yeah. the job, but it is yeah. going to give you an edge eventually. No, I, I'm so glad that you said that because I feel like students might struggle with the idea of, is a cover letter even important? You know, that's a question. So I, I really like that you said that a cover letter is that option or that opportunity, in fact, to like customize uh, what you like about the job itself. Have a read of the job description. Tell them what, how you can contribute to the company and why you're the best fit. Exactly. Love that. I yeah. absolutely love that advice. So yeah, I think I think we've covered a lot of things from like cover letters and from personal branding to like your journey from India. Um, is there anything that you'd like to recommend international students in terms of whether it's a book or a podcast or a movie even? Um, honestly, movies are the last resort because <laughs> Indian movies make it seem like it's the grand castle you're going to and everyone's movie. dancing. Um, so movies yeah. is probably not my pick. What I would suggest is the best thing is just talk to someone who's there because I feel like books and, um, you know, articles online can give you a perspective but it's not really a perspective of a student right so i would suggest if you know someone or maybe just if when you join a university you get invited to the page where you can see the other students yes. maybe not even in your course but just who's there yeah and i'll reach out to them on instagram facebook i know all of you use that um <laughs> just you know say hey you know i was live there what you know i'm like this is it good fit for me and then you know Maybe not everyone replies, but there will be obviously a lot of people who do. Um, so just take that step. Okay. And obviously this podcast is, I mean, I wish I had it at my time. You know, just That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, no, just, definitely. Just to make it easier to kind of personal experiences. I think this is the best. I feel like websites and books are not going to give you 
um, the real estate yeah. Dutch. Exactly. Right. No, I, I, I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Especially on Facebook, um, I need to give a shout out to our students who can go to IDP, International Students Living in Australia. That's a Facebook group. Yeah. And so they can join there and have that conversation with new students who are here. So shout out to that group. But like, I really appreciate your time and I find it so useful, these tips for international students who are coming in. Thank you so much for your time, Varun. This has been so great. And um, I'm sure students will have so much to learn from your experience and journey. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to IDP Real Talk. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify so you don't miss another episode. See you next time.